go. Welcome back to Our House, the podcast. My name is Jamaria Johnson. And I'm Marcus Johnson. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I am. Whatever. I don't care. You can have an attitude. He has a whole attitude tonight, but I don't care. Stop looking at me like that. Dude, you don't even know what I've been through. I know. You've told me. It's been a long day. I just got, I just got this off a plane. This is his favorite thing to say. Every podcast, he say, it's been a long day. Because it's the <laughs> truth. I just got off a plane. And I haven't even had time to relax my mind. But you knew and that you was coming you home go, to this. Putting this damn mic in my face. You knew you was coming home to this. I gave you the it don't option. Matter. I gave you the option to record it Monday. You said no. So here we are. Yeah, because I had to catch a flight at 6 a.m. So I had to be at the airport. We were up another three hours. So we could have done it. No, we was not. I was doing stuff. Was packing okay. and all that good stuff. But well, we're going to make it through this podcast. Well, hurry up. And you're going to grin and bear it. Okay. I'm going to do what? You're going to grin and bear it whatever <laughs> <laughs> tired well information no overload asking him how his day was today because clearly he's let y'all know that he's just so tired and it's been a long day i'm gonna start so you trying to play you no, trying to play I'm me like i ain't done nothing you. i know that you had a long day but it's the same thing you say the same thing every time well because it always <laughs> happens <laughs> Okay, well, I'm glad you had a good trip. I'm glad that you made it back home in one piece. And it was a short trip. He was only gone for me one night, which I'm thankful for. What? I'm just saying, man. Saying what? What Come are you saying? On. Just go ahead. Anywho. Well, so you were gone yesterday. You left yesterday, came back today. So your week is off to a good start, even though it's been a long day. <laughs> is your week off to a good start? Huh? I don't like you right now. <laughs> I'm I really asking don't. you a question. I really don't. I mean, I haven't had a time to to really even explore what my week has been like. Oh, well, I've had a good week. Well, that's good. I'm glad <laughs> to hear. I've had an awesome week. Let's see, on Monday, I went to the media preview for Minerva Avenue, which is a new speakeasy-style bar that's opening in North Nashville. And it's opening on September 7th, so you guys should check it out whenever it opens. It's really cool in there. Mm -hmm. It's, like, very nostalgic. They played, like, a lot of old-school music, and the menus are on, like, VHS tape covers. It's kind of cool. They have cabanas. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> I saw it before um, it was fi finished, uh, but I, I, you know, the owner definitely painted the vision for me. So I'm glad that you know it's going the way that he envisioned. And yeah. you know, I wish wish him and the restaurant um, nothing but success. I'd yeah. definitely be going in there to you know support. Yeah, it's really nice. It's very intimate. Um, it's a nice space. It, it has a good vibe. If you're not the type of person that want to just go like turn up, turn up, and you mm -hmm. just kind of want to have a drink and chill, because they also will have cigars for sale too. Yeah, I think so I think we need that. Chill, you know, somewhere that's not <clears throat> just about to turn up, but you can kind of go talk. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be nice. Yeah, I think it'd be nice so, too, and it's in a good good location. Mm -hmm. So, if you're familiar with the Nashville area, and you know where Slim and Huskies is, it's gonna be across the street from Slim and Huskies. There you go. So, free um, promo. Other than that, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> little plug in there for y'all. Only because it was a dope spot. Like I nah, really enjoyed dope. it. Um, other than that, I've been trying to get some work done this week. I have, I just have so many ideas and stuff like in my head, and sometimes it's kind of annoying and overwhelming because I can never finish my thoughts. So like. I'll have this thought for like idea A and while I'm thinking about idea A, idea B comes into my head. So then I start thinking about B and I haven't really panned out A. It's just, I don't know. Is that a Gemini thing? Cause it drives me crazy. You know what that is? What? That's a nothing's ever going to get done thing. I know. So I try to, Ooh, I just hit the mic. Sorry guys. I try to 
like push out or just make note of like B, C and D that comes into my head and focus on A. But then it just makes my head just like hurt because it's just so much. So nothing ever is going to get done because you got too many thoughts. You need to get your thoughts organized better. That's what I just said I'm trying to do. Well, you ain't trying hard enough. Well, how do you know how hard I'm trying? Because <laughs> it ain't done. Whatever. Anywho, I was saying all that to say I've been um, wanting to revamp my blog through through Jam's Eyes for a while. And I finally got that done. It took me like two days to figure it out because like all the formatting and stuff is a headache. If anybody does websites, y'all already know how that goes. But I finally got it together and it looks really nice. And you haven't seen it yet, but I'll show you when we're done. Yeah, I'm sorry. I haven't had a chance to look at it. It's okay. I've I been, forgive you. I've been kind of busy the last couple of days. I, I understand. Back to back to I back I understand. To back it's meetings. been a long day. <laughs> no, it's been a long few days. Actually, <laughs> you want to be technical. As soon as I got off the plane, I was wheeled right into a meeting. And I was in meetings from back to back to back. That's what happens when you do like an overnight business trip. They try to fit everything in like one day. I mean, what I will say um, is some good stuff coming down the pipeline. Um, so I'm glad I took the trip. But anytime that you are cramming so much information in a couple of days, you just it's just information overload. So, you know, it was hard for me to make any decisions because I was trying to process too much information. Sounds like me. A, B, C, and D. Nah, it's different, though, because <laughs> <laughs> it's not my own thoughts. Well, they turned into your own thoughts because they were in your head. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm not about to argue I'm just trying today. to relate to you, you know? I'm just trying to be right here with you. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, we're going to move right along because he's clearly, like, crashing fast. And he really has an attitude. Like, the look that he's giving me right now is just not the best. But I'm just going to keep smiling at him. And it's probably just going to make him give me even more crazy looks. But that's what you do. Why are you playing me? I'm fine. I'm just tired. <laughs> God. Can't can a brother be tired? Yeah, honey. You can be tired. We're going to go to bed after this. Even though, can we please watch Greenleaf? Oh, my God. See, now you want to do other stuff. You don't want to watch Greenleaf? I want to go to bed. Greenleaf came on yesterday, and I didn't watch it because, okay, so if any of you are in a relationship or married or something, and y'all might have the rule in your relationship that there's certain TV shows that you just cannot watch without the other person. And this we have we have that rule. We have a few shows. It's, yeah, like I was about that. to say it's not every TV show because nah. there's some TV shows that he watched that I don't really care about, and then vice versa. Like she's crazy because she don't like power. I didn't never say I don't like, like power. You got to be the only person in America. No, I actually know quite a few people that actually do not like power. But I never said I don't like power. I just said that I'm not crazy about it. Like I don't have to watch it. Now there's some days where. If it's on and I'm here and I don't have anything else to do, I'll sit and watch it with you. But if you watch it without me, I'm not pressed. Like, I'm not mad about it. Yeah, I'm not waiting to watch Power with you. No, and I'm not mad. I don't yeah, get I mad. It, it is what it is. It's just a lot that goes on in Power. And I just, I don't know. I don't really like it like that. But, yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, so Greenleaf is one of those shows that we both really love. And so we have that rule that you better not watch it without me. Exactly. <laughs> you know what's so, good. Came on yesterday. I just had to, you know. You probably watched it. And I did not. Try to act like she didn't watch it. I didn't. I Another watched... show that we like together is First Take. No, we don't. <laughs> we do not like First Take. <laughs> we do not both like First Take. That is all you. That is all you. I be mad every morning. Every morning that he doesn't have like an early appointment. I already know that it's coming. And if he reach over me <laughs> in the bed to grab the remote, I already know what's coming. I'm just like, no, I don't feel it's like, like listening to It's like my morning news. I have, to, I have to, you know, that's what gets, gets me going in the morning. It drives me crazy. Stephen A. yell all day. And I just, it's annoying. But no, last night I watched a movie on Netflix just so that I would not watch Greenleaf. But it was a movie that I know you wouldn't have wanted to watch. Probably some Christmas movie. It wasn't. It hey, wasn't a Christmas some movie. Some random. But have you ever just like listened to the LaCroix? Like they make noise when they just sitting here. It's like bubbling. <laughs> what and are so you like, talking about? Like, so, no. Are you delirious? No, I'm serious. Like every time I open a LaCroix, first of all. It's the spark. It's like I the know, but it's just weird because I'll be sitting and it'll be quiet. And then it'll just be 
making this little tick Honey, noise, huh? Sprites do that. Cokes do that. Ginger ales do that. I, Any I really drink don't with feel fizz like d- does that in not, a can. It does, it's never this faint. Like this. When when do you ever drink any other drink out of a can? <laughs> exactly. I used to back in the day, but, but it, you it never probably was never a, paid attention. No, to it. because it's louder. That's what I'm saying. Like in this Lacroix, no, we're really having louder. a conversation about a Lacroix can. But I'm just saying because it's sitting right here. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. If y'all have Lacroix, pop one of them things open and just let it sit for a second. <laughs> it's gonna start y'all making noise. Just let him know that any carbonated. Yo, I is understand. That carbonation or is it something else? See, see. I don't, I don't know. know. There's but, nothing in Lacroix, but, but what whatever I'm saying they is, use to make the like bubbles, whatever that is in other drinks, like they all make that noise in a can because no, I, it's the bubbles hitting against not, the you're can. You're not hearing my point. I hear you. You're saying it's louder, exactly. but how do you know? Because, because you I, haven't been drinking any other drinks other than I, Lacroix. I've heard them before, and I would know. Okay, well, we're not about to argue about bubbles in a Lacroix can. Like that's just so stupid. So if you hear the the the, the, the noise, then you know what it's from. <laughs> All right, moving right along to Jam's Juice because he just threw me all the way off with this. I'm just saying. LaCroix. Anywho. Don't act like this ain't no weirder than your little uh, Jam's Juice. And don't act like you not as random as I am then. I'm not random because I'm sitting here looking at it. That was random. That was random. Okay, go ahead. And it was slick obnoxious. (laughs) Not obnoxious. I'm just making... A point that it was You're making, making an noise. observation that no one can see, but you and I. Well, you making an observation all the time when you about look at, what when you talk about my the facial expressions <laughs> that I'm giving you. Nobody else can see that, but me and you, and yet and still, you always broadcast it to the world. So what? All right, so what? <laughs> <laughs> you are. You need to go to sleep. Exactly. Okay. I'm not even here to. I'm not disagreeing at all. <laughs> like, at all. I want to go to sleep. Guess we won't be watching Greenleaf again. Okay, so if we don't watch Greenleaf tonight, can we watch it instead of first take in the morning? I have to get up in the morning and I have an early appointment. I thought that you didn't. Well, I do. Did you schedule it today? Because yesterday you told me you didn't. Well, yes, I did. <sighs> okay, well, I'm going to watch it without him. I don't care. Because I'm sick of waiting. And it's two episodes. Like You ain't. I just don't understand. Anyway, okay, I'm really about to move on to Jam's Juice. So, today for Jam's Juice, I want to talk about the 80-20 rule. Do you know what the 80-20 rule is? Enlighten me. You know. I know what it is. Say say what you think it is. When you're in a relationship, you're only going to get 80% from that person, and there's 20% that's lacking. And sometimes people go out to look for that void of the 20%, and then they leave the 80%. Yeah, so, yeah, pretty much. So when you have 80%, so no one is perfect. Right. Perfect means 100% of something, and nobody in this world is perfect. So realistically, the theory is that you only get 80% of someone in a relationship, and there's always going to be that 20%, no matter how big or small the 20% is. So let's just say you were dirty, like you didn't clean up after yourself. and Are you trying to play me right now? No, I'm using an example that's not true because... It's just easier. <laughs> oh, so you want to put me in this story? No, Make let's me just look say like the bad guy. let's just say you were a dirty person. Like Dang, you just, just didn't shower much. Speaking of which, and what we was in Walgreens uh, the other day? Man, was, hey, she trying to play? Are you seriously gonna go all there right, right now? All right, I'm gonna I'm I'm leave it alone. But you talk about dirty, and then that's what made me remember. I wasn't even thinking about that. Well, I was. Do you want to talk about? No, nah, we don't gotta talk about it. Are you, you can, sure? Yeah, you can continue. I will tell y'all the story, but he always trying to call me out. But this really didn't have nothing to do with me. It was him, so I don't even know why he want to talk about it. But it wasn't me. I know, but I'm saying like, never mind. Okay. Anyway, moving on. All right. You made me lose my train of thought. What did I just say? You made me lose. <laughs> <laughs> you made me lose what I was saying. Okay, let's just say yeah. So let's just say you were dirty. You didn't clean up after yourself. You didn't shower often. And all this, which that's kind of extreme, because if that was the case, I probably wouldn't be with you. But Damn, you just got me being the dirty <laughs> guy. Like, what's up with you? 
Okay, but then everything else was on point. Like, these people thinking I'm dirty. No, everything else was on point. Like, you you took care of me. Like, you treated me like a queen. You cooked all the time. You worked. You brought home money. Like, everything else was perfect, but you just was dirty. Like, let's just, maybe not hygiene dirty, but you just didn't clean up after yourself. Let's just say that. Some people in a relationship, they say, well, since this is lacking, then I'm just going to go out and try to find it somewhere else. And so I want to take this, um, the 80-20 rule, and kind of put it into perspective here. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. I'm listening. I'm listening. Please don't stall do me tonight. I do when you Please on don't your start money moments. Right? I'm listening. Okay. So here we go. So 80% of the issues that we have with other people Nine times out of 10, there are own internal battles. And then 20% is an actual relationship problem. Have you ever thought about that? Mm-mm. Do you think that is true? It's kind of deep. Mm-hmm. It's kind of deep. So I'm going to say it again. So 80% of the issues that we have with others are our own internal battles. And 20% are the actual relationship issues. So... In order to get to that 20%, we have to work through our own baggage. Otherwise, we'll spend a bunch of time like focused on our own internal issues and we'll never get to that 20% that's vital to creating a meaningful relationship. That's deep. So, you know, I wanted to put that into perspective because a lot of times when people think about the 80-20 rule, you're literally only thinking about like, like romantic relationships or mm. physical relationships where it's like well he yeah he work he got a job and he real nice to me but he ain't putting it down in the bedroom so I'm finna go cheat like you know what I'm saying like just like the smallest thing but really it's probably like your own internal issues a lot of times that push you to doing wrong things uh, I could see I could see that for sure I think that that's um, that's gonna hit a lot of people. <laughs> Is that really all you have to say? Yeah, cause I mean, like, what? There's, I don't think that that's like a a huge topic that you can just. I, I can't dispute it. I mean, only thing I can say is that I agree. And um, I wasn't looking for you to dispute it. I was just looking for you to have an opinion about nah, it. No, I agree. I mean, like I said, I agree. Honestly. Yeah. So the next time. In any relationship that you have, whether it be a romantic relationship or a friendship or family or whatever, and you see yourself having an issue with the person, take a look at yourself and make sure that you're not dealing with any internal problems um, so that, you know, you can work through those in order to get to that 20% that probably is the other person. Yeah. And I will say on that, that, you know, I, I, I do agree with that, but don't get it twisted. Sometimes you have issues with people. It is them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I, I can't look at every situation that we've, you know, had with somebody and just say, all right, let me look in the mirror. But then sometimes, like, you look, nah, bro, you just, something's wrong with you. No, that's true. That's true, too. But <laughs> I mean, no, that's true. But I just wanted to point out that it's just important to sometimes look at yourself. No, nah, I agree. You know, I agree. You know, sometimes that. I might, you know, have an attitude about something or be, you know, angry about a situation. And this really is not like a, this is not in relation to like small things. Okay. Like I'm looking at stuff on like a bigger scale. Okay. So I'm not talking about the day that I'm mad because the dishes didn't get done or the day I'm mad that you left get a, over it. that you left a cabinet door open. Like that's super small. So I mean, obviously, but that's just stuff that you just know that I'm going to do. you did that and it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about people who make yeah, excuses to do wrong. Yeah, I left the cabinet door open. You better look at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about the issues where people find excuses to do wrong because they're saying that somebody else didn't do something for them. Like, well, I cheated on you because you did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So really it's like, well, what, what did you do? You know what I mean? Like, how did you play a part in this? See, for me, my mind didn't go to like a relationship like me and you. Mine went to like family dynamics. 
Okay. So that's kind of where my mind went. Like, you know, when you get into a dispute with family members, Mm -hmm. you know, whether that be, you know, mom, dad, sister, brother, whoever. Yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of where I look at it. That's where I wanted you to go with it. Like, because that's why I said all relationships. Yeah. So, but that's where my mind went. Yeah. So it's the same thing. If you get mad at a family member and they just can't do nothing right, you might want to look in the mirror. Like what? What is it? What do you? What is the problem? Especially if you always on the outskirts mm-hmm. and you always <laughs> getting pushed out. Yeah, you like, gotta look at yourself. Look at yourself. But it, you know, sometimes it's hard for people to really evaluate themselves. I, I don't think that that's an easy thing to do for no, some people. It's not because some people just don't want to, you know, embrace or their faults. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I I mean, I think that I'm pretty quick to put stuff on myself because a lot of times it's easier for me to try to blame myself for something than to try to get somebody else to take the blame. No, I get you. Does that make sense? Like, especially when it comes to like friendships and like family and stuff like that. I don't like because me and you don't really argue like that, like nothing serious. So I can't put us into this category. But like if I'm on the outs with a friend or family member, like I don't like it. I don't like that feeling. So. I'm quick to be like, well, what did I do? Did I screw something up? I think I, I, I think I'm like that too. Cause I don't, I don't like it. And and then sometimes I prefer it to be me. If I could figure out something that I did, and then I can fix it, then we're good. Mm-hmm. But then if it's not me, <laughs> like, and I'm just like clueless, I'm just like, okay, I guess we're just not gonna have a resolution. I don't know. Yeah, you like to have resolution with everything yeah is that controlling yeah i think so really yeah sometimes i don't think you like to leave anything open-ended i don't i need closure in everything everything i do i don't know how and and i had there's a lot of things in my life right now that don't have closure that i need yeah that closure for but i don't know if i'm gonna get it but i i feel uneasy not having closure because i like i like to know that there was nothing that i could do to fix the issue yeah but you just gotta realize so you know people are gonna be people and you know sometimes they just are who they are yeah i guess but yeah all right well that's jam's juice jam's juice it, it kind of sparked conversation it was slow getting into it but uh <laughs> no i mean because i mean the first it was kind of hard for me to explain what i was trying no, to say no i got what you're saying but, but it was, i just didn't think I there was a whole bunch of you know dialogue that could come with the first part of it now once yeah. you start to kind of expand on it then yeah i got an opinion about that but what do you want me to say about the first part like no i'm not faulting you i'm just saying i wanted to make sure that it resonated to the listeners no i got you like that they understood what i was trying to say because I think I tend to ramble sometimes. So hopefully sometimes. y'all didn't feel hey. Watch it. Hopefully y'all didn't feel like that was just rambling. But I really wanted y'all to get to the root of that and just try to apply it in your life. Think about that 80-20 rule and not just in your relationships, but also in your friendships and families and stuff like that. Also. All right. All right. Cool, cool. Moving right along to Marcus Money Moment of the Day. Yep, yep. So um this week it's going to be not super long, um, but I know this question gets brought up a lot, um, and I want to just kind of cover it a little bit. So I'm, I'm only giving y'all real surface level stuff, so don't, you know, you ain't getting all of this for free, if that makes sense. <laughs> I'm going to give y'all... I'm going to give y'all bits and pieces of this because, I mean, this is like super, super, super complex if you, you know, if you're doing it right. But I'm going to give well, you. Let's not keep, let's not make it complex. Uh, so I'm saying I'm going to keep it super, super simple. Okay. Um, so question is um, that comes up all the time is, you know, steps to take to getting out of debt. Right. Debt is something that, you know, everybody has mm-hmm. um, and everybody's trying to figure out how to get rid of um, or, you know try to eliminate as much as possible so i'm gonna kind of give you some guidelines to follow to make sure that you're able to do you know start to tackle that Mm -hmm. um first thing i always tell people when we're talking about debt is realize that it's gonna take some time right this is not an overnight fix um because you didn't create that debt overnight at least most of us 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all might have went crazy. I mean, some I know of some people who like they got their first credit card and it was like a huge <laughs> like limit and mm-hmm. then they just went out and maxed it out. Yeah, I ain't talking about y'all. So y'all did that to yourself. <laughs> um so most of this debt is accumulated over time. So first tip I would say is to let's get organized. So what do I mean by that? I mean that we need to list out all the debts that you owe to each creditor and how much the payment is or how much the actual total amount is of all your debt. Right. So a lot of times people, you know, we just kind of we know we got these credit cards and we know we got, you know, student loans is car payment. Right. But we don't really know everywhere. They're everywhere. And we don't know what the imbalance is. We don't know, um, you know, how much the total is on any of that stuff. So, you know, I would say take a Saturday when it's just you, your thoughts, right? You got all your stuff. Just list out everything so you know. I don't care what that number is. Don't be afraid of the number, right? Because negligence is not the answer. All right. So if I'm just trying to avoid it, that's not the best way to go. We need to figure out what that number is. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, we also need to know what the minimum payment is and what the interest rate on on each of those loans that you have. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So have all that stuff written down. Right. Once we have all of that stuff, we need to prioritize which one we want to tackle first. And I'm going to come back to that because that's going to be important um, on which one we should start to tackle first as far as, um, you know, do I need to tackle this credit card versus this credit card, this student loan this you know, whatever your debt is. You mean like overpaying? No, I'm saying which one we're going to tackle first. Because don't you got to pay all of them? You're going to have to pay all of them, but there's a, a plan on which one we need to pay first. That's what I'm saying. I know, but you had to like pay on all of them at the same time. That's why I'm saying you're saying by saying the one you want to tackle first, like you might do the minimum payment yeah, on your yeah. other ones, but then go above and exactly. beyond so to go faster. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So prioritizing, okay. of course. On all of these, you, you got to pay the minimum on all of this stuff anyway, but I'm talking about a plan how to maximize and to cut down so you can start alleviating right uh so once we have all that we have a clear picture and we're about to create this plan now with this too let's make sure that we're being realistic with this plan you create so you know with that being said i can't say that i got forty thousand dollars of debt and i only make fifty thousand dollars in the year now i'm about to knock this out this year Right. Let's be realistic. That's not a realistic That's goal. not a realistic goal. So we need to make sure that we're doing stuff that we can actually achieve. Because if you set this goal and it's unrealistic and then you look up, you're going to feel like you failed because you weren't able to achieve it. Right. All right. So just understand that it might take a while. So to help with tackling, um, instead of paying the minimum payment for whichever one we pick, how about we double that payment? Okay. Right. So if my minimum payment on my credit card is a hundred dollars, let's do two hundred dollars. Right. If I can't afford to do two hundred dollars, let's add twenty dollars. Let's add thirty. Let's add fifty dollars so mm-hmm. that we can help speed up that process. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because interest rates will start going up. Exactly. <laughs> so the question always then comes up, uh, which which credit card should I start to tackle first to get rid of? Um, and I tell people it's either one of two things, right? So I would recommend to tackle the debt with the highest interest rate first or the one with the smallest balance. Okay. Right. And so some people would think, well, Marcus, why aren't you telling me to tackle the one with the highest balance first? Because I want you to have victories along the way. Yeah. Right. So if I can tackle that smallest one first, I got that out the way. Mm-hmm. Right. Now I'm feeling confident about myself. I'm going to continue because I'm seeing this stuff start to work. So let's knock the one out with the smallest one first. And then, you know, we'll go from there. Now, depending on the person, it really goes from person to person as far as which one I should do, either the highest interest rate or the smallest one. It really just depends. And it varies from, you know, everybody's situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the hardest part about this whole process is is that it's just going to have to be a lifestyle change, right? This is not something that uh, I guess it's kind of like, you know, we're working out, eating better. Right? It ain't a one-time fix. I can't go to the gym twice and expect to have those abs. Right? It's just not going to happen, right? It's got to be a lifestyle change, and you got to be committed to it. Uh, but just remember, the difference between this and going to the gym is that you're having this lifestyle change that's only temporary. 
Because once the debt's gone, it's gone. Right. Right. Unless you go crazy. Unless again. you go crazy <laughs> again. But hopefully, if you went through this whole process, you would have that debt gone and it'd be eliminated forever. And that's extra money you have. Right now, that's extra money. Versus that gym, I don't care how many times <laughs> I go to the gym. Like you this, is, this is a continuous thing, right? Yeah. So this is something that you can do, and then it can be over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, just understand it's gonna take some time, um, and you're just gonna have to, you know, cut back on certain areas in your life. Yeah. So that we have that extra money, so that we can start to pay pay down this debt. Right. Right. So that would go back to one of the episodes that I did a while ago when we talked to have about having a spending plan. Mm-hmm. Right. So if we have a real budget, now we can figure out, okay, how much money do I have in surplus every month? So if I after I pay all my bills, how much money do I really have at the end of the month? So if that's five hundred dollars that you have at the end of every month, what are we doing with this five hundred dollars? This could be money that we take towards paying off that debt. So, um, you know, that's that was what I would say is, you know, the first steps of getting this debt stuff started and take care of. Of course, there's a lot more stuff that goes in it, but this is a definitely good start. Mm-hmm. Surface level. Real surface well, level. we keep it at this point. Um, but the last thing I'll say is, is once you set that plan, just make sure that you stick to it. Yeah. Right. So it, if we're going to double the payment of them, of my minimum payment of my one of my credit cards or whatever, let's just make sure that we stick to it until it's, it's gone completely. Just be disciplined. I mean, if it means you can't go to Starbucks for a couple, like every day in a week or can't eat out or you can't go to the club or yeah. you can't buy them shoes. <laughs> yeah, because at, at be the end disciplined. of the day, I tell people all the time as well is that it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much money you keep. Yeah. Right. So I don't care if you're only making, you know, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year. It's not the problem. Your spending is the problem. Yeah. Right. So you got to adjust your spending. So we need to make sure that we live in below our means. Um, that way we can do stuff like this. Because if I'm living paycheck to paycheck, there's no way that we're going to be able to start to take care of this debt. Yeah. And, you know, be patient with yourself. Yeah. If you have dug yourself into a hole of debt don't feel like all hope is lost for you. Absolutely um, not. Don't crawl into a hole and just say, well, I might as well just keep spending because I got all this debt anyway. Because I know there's some people that nah, have that mindset. Just don't feel defeated. Like, nah, you, this can, is... you can come out of any situation. If you are deep into debt, it might take you a little bit longer. But you can come out of any situation. Yeah. It's all about being disciplined and knowing what the goal that you have it's period like if you make excuses and say well i can't pay extra this this week because i'm supposed to go to the bar or i'm supposed to go to this club that's an excuse yeah Stay at home. <laughs> um, i think that you know we all do crazy stuff with our money and you know we all put ourselves in situations that you know we probably shouldn't be in but right. it's okay right the, the, you live and you learn you live and you learn the the, the the part of it that makes it important. Marcus and I both have done crazy things. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> For <laughs> sure. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's just about correcting those habits and, and trying to get better. Um, and like, like Jamari said, definitely don't beat yourself up about it. You know, especially for y'all young folk, you got time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for your older people who listening, um, you know, we got some work to do. Right. Because, you know, when you start getting older and you got a whole lot of debt, it can... It can be a, more of a burden than for your right. young people. But you can still fix You can it. get out of it too, though. Yep. Um, but it, it, And just teach the people after you. Not yeah, and, the I, and I think thing. the hardest part for the older people is because they're, they've been probably doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. So it becomes habit, mm-hmm. right? And it takes a little time to, to get out of those habits. But again, you know, it's something that's fixable and you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. There you go. So that's my Marcus it. money moment. Of this week, I hope you guys took something from it. Okay. Hope you guys took something from my James Juice, too. I keep thinking back at it. I just kind of feel like I wasn't that clear. But I'm not oh going to I'm not gonna talk about it anymore. But if y'all didn't understand, just, no. just let me know. What? I thought you was about to go back into it no, anyway. No, I said I wasn't going to go back into it. But if y'all didn't understand what I was trying to say, just message me and be like, sis, that wasn't clear. 
<laughs> I'll take the feedback, okay? Because I'm thinking back on it and it just, I don't know. But anywho, moving right along. We're kind of moving fast tonight. You're happy about that, huh? Are can, you? Can you just continue, please? <laughs> please? Please. 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 <laughs> okay. So moving into our topic of the week, this was a question that a listener actually asked me on Instagram. What were you just doing? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna leave you alone. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, a listener actually asked me this on Instagram. And I don't know how long we'll be able to talk about it, but I'm sure Marcus will be happy if it's not that long. And this will just be a short episode. Cheer. um so the first part of the question is how long is too long to date before marriage like three years five years eight years Mm -hmm. and then the second part is when is the right time to propose so let's tackle the first half first okay so i would say that you can't put a time limit on it i was gonna say the same thing but we'd be right here Um, well go ahead go ahead and say your piece i was gonna say that but i had a catch with my yeah i mean of course that you just not about to drag somebody along right but what i will say you can't put a time limit on it um you definitely you and your partner should be on the same page about it so meaning that if we've had a conversation about getting married and we both want that then yeah you don't want to string somebody along because you both have indicated that you want want this right we want i want to be married you want to be married so it's not fair to me to just drag my feet on this on that situation if Mm -hmm. you know i feel like you're the one Mm -hmm. but i just not doing it because of fear or whatever whatever reason right so i think that's a problem now you know for the people who don't want to be married you know that's that's not in their plan then it you know you just in a relationship and it's fine right you never have to do it Mm-hmm. But y'all both got to be on the page. I don't think it could work if one person did and the other person didn't. It wouldn't work, right? Because now it's always gonna be how long you gonna be with him? He been you been together for eight years. And he still ain't put no ring on it. And in his mind, he like who's saying that, honey? That voice you did. Who who was that? Some old person. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's that's the that's the old that's that's their mama, they <laughs> their grandma. Somebody told them that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, but in his That's mind, so he like, we good, we good. Mm-hmm. Like, what you, what all you want? I'm doing everything anyway. We just ain't got the title. Yeah. Um, but I, I just think that it comes down to, uh, you know, having a conversation about the situation. If y'all are both in agreement that y'all want to get married, then fine. But I don't think that the woman should put pressure on the man to, to getting married. Sometimes the man could be putting pressure on the woman. Well, I feel like anytime some either one, right? I'm not trying to be get into this sexist conversation I'm about who. Saying. I just use that as an as an example. <laughs> oh my God, um, you know, I don't think that either side, since we live in this PC world, come on, uh, should uh, you know, put pressure on each other because I feel like that could be one of the reasons why marriages don't last. Because you put, he may or she may have felt that they pressured me into doing this, which I really wasn't 100% comfortable in. So I did it before I was ready. And so now that trickles down into the relationship. And so over time, I I feel a certain type of way or, you know, I feel like you pressured me into this and I really didn't want it. And so now we get a divorce. It's my turn. Go ahead. Okay, so I agree with certain things that you said. Okay. But I don't agree with everything. That's fine. You don't have to. So, I know I don't. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) um, where is my train of thought? Okay, so I I don't think that there is um, a certain time that should be put on how long you should be in a relationship before you get married. Like, you can't put a time step on stamp on it only because everybody is different. Now, Marcus and I dated for five years, four years, five years, five, five years before we got married. And the reason, one of the main reasons was that we were both very young when we started dating and we were both in college and me being in college longer. He got out of college before I did, but we were very young. It's kind of what happens when you're older. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just trying to paint this picture I for the people. <laughs> like, you can't say that you should be with somebody for three years before you get married. And then you're like with your high school sweetheart and you're expected to get married while you're in college. Like, that's not fair to say about somebody. Yeah. So in that instance, like, it just depends on the situation. Now, I do feel like if you've been with somebody longer than three years or so and the topic of marriage has not come up and one of you is interested at least one of you is interested in marriage you need to bring it up yeah absolutely you need to bring it up and you need to ask questions and you need to figure out if you're on the same page because if you're not then unfortunately and actually three years is kind of long you probably want to have this conversation once it starts getting serious because what you don't want to do is waste your time with someone when it's really in your heart that you want to get married. If you know that it's been your dream for life to get married and you find out that your partner is not interested in getting married at all, then that's a, that's, that's a deal breaker for you. So you shouldn't even let it get that deep to where you get to the point where you're like having to pressure them into getting married when it's not something that they're interested in doing. I mean, I think at this, you know, at this phase in life, people are starting to get, you know, older, and they're getting on their late well, side. That tends to happen. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, they, you know, on the late side of the twenties. Um, I think that that's a conversation that probably should happen before you start dating, and the conversation should really just be, you know, what are your depending on how old you are. Yeah. Yeah. What are your views on marriage? I mean, is that something that's important to you? Mm-hmm. Not saying that you know everybody that you go on a date with. Yeah. You know, that you have an that <laughs> serious. Day. Hi, nice to meet you. So are you interested yeah, in being married? <laughs> but, you know, you don't want to get too involved with somebody. And you should know that ahead of time if that person doesn't really value marriage. Right. Ahead of time. So that way that you can make an informed decision going in. And be very careful with thinking that you can change somebody's mind. Yeah, about it's just it. not going to happen. If somebody straight up tells you, I don't think that marriage is for me. I don't know. I'm not really into it. You're taking a risk thinking that you're going to be the person that's going to change their mind on that because it just might not happen. Like, (laughs) and you know, I I have a lot of friends that are are married, but then I have a whole lot of friends too who told me that they don't know if they believe in the institution of marriage. Yeah, and that's okay. I respect people's opinions. What I respect more is somebody who says I don't really believe in marriage, and they are straight up with people about that and don't string them along mm-hmm. than people who are in long-term relationships and they know they significant other wants to be married and they like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. That, I think that's weak. Yeah. It's very weak. Yeah. I think that's weak. So, um, you know, I, th- I just say be, be honest with the person. Um, but I still don't think that you can rush. I don't, I don't think that anybody should just rush into it. No marriage or getting engaged period. <laughs> It's not something that you should rush into. Nah, man, because you marriage rushing. is supposed to be a lifetime commitment. Yeah. So if you rush into it, divorce rights are gonna go up because I mean, they already be are. They already are, and unfortunately, you know, I've already seen people our age that have been married and divorced. Me too. Um, and you know, you live and you learn. Sometimes you just don't know, but. Just be very careful and learn who the person is beforehand. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the second half of the question, when did you know or when did you feel like it was the right time to propose to me? Um, I'm going I'm to say this and I hope it re- resonates with people. But because <laughs> <laughs> a cliche answer? Yeah, it's real cliche. But to me, it, it worked. And I knew when I had to... St- I knew it was time for me to get married when I stopped asking myself the question, should I marry her? Oh, I didn't know you were asking yourself that continuously. I mean, I mean it comes up. Like mm-hmm. when I didn't have to question my myself about the idea of being in a, a marriage with you, then I knew it was time. Mm-hmm. Like if I had any reservations about getting married, then it, it wasn't time for me to get married. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when I finally came to the realization, like, like I love this woman and I can't see myself without her and the pros outweigh the cons, if there are any cons, then it was time to get married. And if my cons had outweighed the pros, regardless of how I felt, then I probably I wouldn't have did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just that's just dumb. Like if, if I don't do that in, in business, 
<laughs> or you know in everyday life i'm not about to do this yeah you never make decisions in any other aspect of life when the cons outweigh the exactly pros. or so, even if the cons are even with the pros right you're not gonna do it so why would you do it when it comes to marriage exactly <laughs> like it's a oh, lifetime yeah, commitment it's 20 things that i do not like about him but those five yeah i'm gonna Man, marry that, him yeah, that, <laughs> like, five no. <laughs> nah and you know i have i have conversations all the time you know with different people about marriage and you know they ask me that stuff too i tell them the same thing like you will know you, you will just know. know you just know like <laughs> um and and if you you still asking yourself the question like man should i do it then you ain't ready how how long did it take you to start feeling that way like how many man years? realistically i knew about three years three years in three i think i knew like at one and a half i knew about three years it took me about three. <laughs> it took me about three that's fine i'm just telling you that i think i knew it like one and a half i think that i was completely happy i felt like i couldn't see myself nowhere else i wasn't ready at year one and a half i wasn't ready to be married yeah um but at year one and a half, I was like, he's going to be the person that I marry. Yeah. But I I still think that our story is a little different. Yeah, because we were friends. Yeah, we was friends first. So that dynamic plays a I bit. I didn't have to get to know him that much on that. Like, I had to get to know him in a relationship type way. But as far as the surface level stuff, like, I already knew. Yeah. It was weird. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I remember. I remember. <laughs> Um, it was so weird i didn't think it was weird but whatever it was weird for me because you were my friend you were my friend nothing more nothing less so when you start calling me boo and baby and stuff and i was like <laughs> this is weird why are you so giggly because because i just remember that time and like when it would come up in my text or something i'd be like this is really weird. This is Marcus. Girl, you know I changed your life. You just yawned into the mic again. Man, I'm tired. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, I'm tired. I ain't gonna lie to you. Well, anyway, listener, I hope that that answered your question. To sum it up, there's no time stamp. But don't be dumb either. Don't be dumb. But there's no time stamp no that time you can stamp. really put on it. But like like don't string nobody along ask questions up front figure out if y'all got the same ideas okay about- let me let me change that i'm sorry to cut you off <laughs> i don't want to say don't be dumb but i think that's a little rude i'm gonna say <laughs> don't be naive dumb naive no nah, it's a difference not really because all the years that i was naive i was pretty dumb <laughs> oh, man, I you it. said it not me i mean i'm just saying well, i'm like, just saying like just I made dumb be decisions gullible. because I was naive. Yeah, but that ain't you made a dumb decision. That don't necessarily make you dumb. Okay, I I did a dumb thing, there but I'm go. not a dumb person. Right. Okay. Right, and I think a lot of times we let Thank our you, baby. No, for real. <laughs> um, we let our emotions guide our thoughts. Yeah. And I mean, I have a hard time with dealing with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think that because I come from a creative space of the person I am. You know, music, all that type of stuff. People who are creative, nine times out of ten, are going to be more emotional than your no, analytical I'm people. Yeah, I'm sensitive, emotional, audio. But what I will say is that you know, I think that it is good because most of the time, the emotional people they usually tell you how they feel about certain things, and they don't really keep it in. Mm. <laughs> most of us. <laughs> like i'm working on it um because i definitely i promise you if you know me if i got a problem i mean i tell you yeah but i tell it don't matter if i got a problem with you i'm gonna let you know i'm working on it i'm i'm trying to get over my feel some type of way about it then we can have a conversation about it depending on how close we are i will care or not care well it's not a fear of conflict i just don't like conflict well conflict don't really bother me i don't like it man you know but i know it's life i'm working on it yeah it is it is what it is but point is, listener, um, just don't pressure. Don't be dumb or naive. Well, this was actually a guy who asked this oh. question. Uh, well, if you're asking that question, guy, you're not ready. <laughs> um, 
Okay, that's coming from a man. Too. Now, I'm just being real. He knows it. Yeah. That's why he's questioning it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not ready. So now you need to figure out why you're not ready. Exactly. Depending on Depending on how long y'all have been together and you're starting to feel like you should be thinking about marriage, but you're not. Or you, you kind of are, but you teetering. So that's why you asked this question. Start trying to dive into why. Why is this coming up? Like, yeah. what is what is it? And to add to that, you know, don't just make longevity a reason to get married. Yes. Just because you've been with somebody for a long time. Or you might even have a kid with the person. You know, y'all that families never love each other. That doesn't mean that you have to get married. It just doesn't. I mean, it would be great and ideal if you could or you mm-hmm. would, but don't just do it because of the circumstances. It's not worth it in the long run. It's going to cost you way more money in the end trying to get a divorce. Yeah, man, I got a friend who told me, um, you know, he rushed into some stuff and felt like because they was been together for so long that it was just he just, he'd just do it parents was pressing him mm-hmm. um you can't let nobody tell you and that now you're ready he to told me that he regrets it really and that is a it's somebody that you know that's married yeah and he regrets getting married yes oh um, you gotta tell me about this when we got the mic <laughs> <laughs> so you know that's an uncomfortable that's situation an uncomfortable to be place in. to be in yeah. yeah um and you, he just he realizes that he has to wake up with this woman. Oh man, that's sad. And that's what I'm saying. So you know, learn from his mistakes, listener. Yeah, yeah. Think about it some more. Really think about it, and you know, if it's not working out, and you've been together for a while, go ahead and cut it off before it gets to be even deeper. If it's not, yeah, because I mean, but on the flip side to that, you know, if if marriage is done right, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, but understand it is work too, you know. Yes, marriage is work. So it's a job, but it's a job that I enjoy <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes you. What? Sometimes I would. Made me want to pull the grays out of my hair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any gray hairs on my head yet. You got them on your face. <laughs> <laughs> I found a gray hair on my face the other day, y'all, and I almost cried. And she thought I was lying because I told her that it was there. And she's just looking at me like I just made because it Because I'm always teasing him about his gray hairs. So I thought he was teasing me, but I got in the car. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw my rant. But I got in the car, and I thought there was something on my face, and I pulled on it, and it wouldn't come off. It was a gray hair, like, on my cheek. So now I'm going to have to go get laser on my face because I'm not about to have facial hair. All right. Are you ready to wrap this up? Let's do it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being such amazing listeners, rocking with us all these weeks. Um, Please send us your questions and topic ideas for Jam's Juice and for Marcus Money Moments and even for our main topic of the day. Just send us whatever you like. Um, We'd be happy to incorporated into the show you can email us at our house the podcast at gmail.com you can dm us at our house the podcast or one of our individual instagram accounts marcus where can they find you you can find me um on instagram at marcus deontay j or you can find my business at johnson capital planning is that all you're saying this week and you can find me at marcusj.net <laughs> And that's all. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And you can find me on Instagram at Jamaria Olivia J or at my blog website through jamseyes.com. And y'all, I just got a new page. So make sure you go check it out. Let me know what you think. Check out my post. Leave me some love. Oh, and don't forget to leave us some stars wherever you listen. Leave us some comments. You know what I'm saying? We would greatly appreciate it. I better go to sleep, y'all about to be great i'm about to go watch greenleaf no you're not all right um my name is jamaria johnson my name is marcus johnson no you're not (laughs) thanks for coming over and hanging out with us we'll talk to you next week no you're not no you're not say bye or peace whatever you say no you're not (laughs) (laughs) peace